When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Open Mind is sponsored by Very.co.uk. I can't believe I'm already thinking about Christmas for the kids. And did you know that Very.co.uk have all the biggest brands everyone is talking about, such as Barbie, LOL Dolls and Frozen? Just go to Very.co.uk and search Christmas. Hi and welcome to Open Mind with me, Frankie Bridge. Today, I'm so excited. I've got Leighton Williams with me today. He's an actor, he's a singer, he's a dancer, triple threat. He's 25 and he's already achieved so much. He's been in TV, movies, theatre. Leighton, I'm so excited to talk to you today. You just seem like a beacon of positivity and great energy. And sometimes we all need a little bit of that in our lives. And you're currently playing the main part, Jamie, in Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Like, what's been some of your favourite roles I guess this is definitely a highlight. I will yeah. never, ever forget it. Like, my first job, yes, Billy Elliot, but this now is, like, you train your whole life to be the star of the show, mm. especially the title role. So it's absolutely a dream. You know, I'm up there. My face is on the phone at Shaspi Avenue. Sometimes I have to, like, divert my route so I can just see that it's actually... Is that actually still me? Because <laughs> it's going to be dragged down in a couple of months, so I'm having the best time. And is the... that... There's some of that to do with, as well, for people that haven't seen it, like, what is the show about? So Jamie is all about a boy who wants to go to prom in a dress and he wants to be a drag queen. It's actually based on a true story. I was with the real Jamie yesterday at our second oh, really? um, celebration. Yeah, it's the second birthday. But um, he inspired the story. It was a documentary. In fact, I met the guy that did the documentary he made it and now it's been made into a movie it's a musical um so yeah i'm playing the current jamie and i'm going to be leaving and going on tour next year but it just basically follows him through his life relationship with his mom his relationship with his dad isn't too good too i don't want to give too much away just in case you want to see it but yeah we are going on tour next year and i'm actually very excited because this is going to now be able to change people's lives that you know from Berry from mm. Liverpool, from I Newcastle. Can't come down to London. Nobody has these coins. Do you mm. know what I mean? Real people up in the streets, they can't afford a train down to London and eight pound tickets. So I'm really excited to get this show onto your doorstep so they can kind of like feel the love too. So Because it yeah. kind of caused a bit of a stir when it first came out, didn't it? It was kind of like not a controversial subject, but it was mm. quite a big thing. People were really excited that. Well, like a kid. Was, it's yeah. a kid being out and proud. Wearing heels, wearing makeup, you don't see it very often, you know? Mm. And I do see people come and see the show, and I know you've been dragged by your wife. Yeah. Like you didn't know what you're coming to see, and like <laughs> yeah. the heart's just open. Like sometimes at the stage door, they're just coming, like, can I just shake your hand? I was like, I've never seen a musical before, it's my first one. And it just, it has something about it, you know, that lifts people. Because so. was you nervous about taking on that role originally, or not? Or is that kind of your bag? No, I was nervous. Yeah. Mm. I get nervous, but like, I train, I work hard, I put the wheels in motion, and when I, sometimes I need a little thing to myself, I say, I came to slay, bitch. 
and that helps me. Simple as that. <laughs> so there you go, guys. So if you haven't seen it, you should go and see it because it is amazing. So you're basically, I mean, as I said, like triple threat, you do it all. Has this literally been in your blood like from get-go? I think so. I think I've... It's been there and it didn't bubble up until I was like, I'd say maybe 11, 12. But oh, really? it's always just kind of, I've always been that kind of person that's just been like a bit showy and just a bit like extra. And even like when Halloween just went um, recently, I remember back in the day, me and my mum was lol about it. Like when I used to dress up, it wouldn't just like be a look. I'd go to a makeup drawer. I'd be doing full face, like just for a little knock a door, you know, yeah. treat, I'd be giving it full glam. So I've always been extra. So yeah, I think I was just destined to do this. So what kind of, you say it was until you're about 11 mm. what kind of was the switch for you do you know like you just do after school stuff you know you try out this women you try out this like my grandparents and my mom were good at like getting us to try and do stuff basically my cousin used to do performing arts and stuff and he went to acting class and he used to always come back to our house after and he said oh if i had fun doing this doing that and i was like mom i want to go one of them like jealousy things like I, if he's doing that i want to do yeah. it and then i started doing it and I was doing acting classes at first, and it was just fun, improvisation, so you could pretend to be, like, an old granny or not. And I just loved, like, pretending to be different characters oh, see, and stuff. I used to hate where they do, like, the circle, and you have to go in, and you start it, and then... That like, was my to... fave. Oh, that used to give me so much have anxiety. Yeah. Babe, I was queen of improvisation. I can imagine. <laughs> like, but especially when I was at college, like, if I was doing... You know the one that you have to freeze, and then they come and touch? Yeah. If you touched me to try and get me out... Are you mad? You don't want me to do the scene anymore. Are you guys not enjoying my performance? I would expect to go in and then be the last one standing till everybody... I get really upset. Like, why did you take me out of the scene? Really? <laughs> Why'd you block me? Just like, open that door. There's not a door. Don't block me. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I started doing that. And then the dancers used to come in and show us what they'd done. And I'd be sat there like, mm, girl. I was like, I can do that. And then I started doing the dance classes. And then literally, I would say maybe that was six months, not even that, a newspaper article. They were doing this big audition for Billy Elliot's in London, the West End and all this. I didn't really even know what London or the West End was at mm. that age, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, go on then, I'll do it. I just went along and eventually it took a couple of years to actually get up there and trained and on the stage. But then I got the job and that was it. And then my life just changed forever. And what was life like at school then before you found... I was just one of the normal kids around my estate, you know, I'm from a council estate in Bury, Greater Manchester. So I'd just be rocking about my Mackenzie trackies, like, yeah, you're coming out tonight. Like, and I was just a normal northern boy, having fun, being a kid, playing knock and run, doing stupid stuff, you know, all of that. And then, yeah, I just found it and then I was just swooped away, so. And then, so then when you left your chav life <laughs> chav life yeah. <laughs> I went into Billy Elliot uh-huh. that must have been a massive shift for you like you didn't really know anything about London mm-hmm. did your mum move with you was it your mum and your dad or no so my mum and dad have been separated since young but um, mm. kind of still in touch with them both but my mum no they all stayed I basically got taken away and how um, old were you at this point I'd say 12 and I was living in like these mansions around like London oh, I remember really? ringing my mum I was like mum this house has like 10 toilets. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Just like, Using one each time. Yeah, I was like, literally, we have our own toilet in our own bedroom. Can you believe that? Like, I was so gassed. Pools, like, we lived in loads of different, like, um, houses around. That was kind of like the Billy houses, they called them. I mean, they put you in, right. you'd live with the Billys, the Michaels, the Debbies. It was just beautiful carnage, like, growing up with like-minded kids doing the same thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. We are all training to be on the stage. We are doing the show. And that was about two years. 
Mm. Goodness, your life is like it sounds the same as mine, but like a different version. Really? Like that's what happened to me. Like at twelve, got into a band, was tutored. Mm-hmm. Like they had a house in London that we all used to go to that was like next to Hyde Park or something ridiculous like yeah, that. Yeah. Like really fancy. Cutesy. Yeah, and you're like now when I look back, I'm like Matt, that was what ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but did you not miss home? Was that not like, or were you just so wrapped up in it? Wrapped up, I think. That was good. The only one time I got real, real um, homesick is because they all went on holiday without me and I was furious. Oh, <laughs> and it's the there. first ever holiday. Like, we didn't have money when I was growing up. So, like, they went abroad, like, overseas. And I'd never been overseas. And I was like, you guys have, like, gone to, like, not Blackpool, but, like, a proper beach. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually furious. But then I knew that I, something special was happening. So I was just taking it in my stride mm. and just... Having a good time. See, when my parents did that, I got a new pair of Nike trainers and my ears pierced. Really? Yeah, I was like, if you're all going on holiday without me, I wasn't allowed my ears pierced till I was 18. And I was like, I want them done now. Get them done. Yeah, and that was like the deal. Then I was like, okay, crack on. Yes, (laughs) enjoy yourself. Yeah. And then from there, you went to Sylvia Young. Yeah, so I went to Sylvia's whilst I was doing Billy Mm -hmm. because you you could do that at the same time. So I tutored and then I was like, no, I'll go to Sylvia's and like, you know, mix it. And that's how I met like my friends that are still my best friends now. And then I actually had to go back to Bury, which was like probably the hardest part because after having that fab life and you you Mm. were a kid, you shoved in the spotlight. I knew nothing more than just being fab at that point. Do you know what I mean? Everyone tells you you're great. Do you know what I mean? But like, (laughs) it's so hard for someone to come from nothing and then to be like, you're the star of this show. I was filming this. I was doing this TV show. I was like, oh my God, like I'm really like hit. You know what I mean? Like in my my little 12-year-old head, like, yeah, I was, and I can imagine what I was like back then. Like some of my teachers, sometimes when I see them, I'm like, I am so sorry. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I would say I was wild, but like I was just... I was like, yeah, like, yeah. I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, so I had to go back to, like, state school mm-hmm. for, I'd say, a couple of terms. And that was when it was like, ugh, the bubble just got, like, boom, burst. And I was like, okay, this is not normal. My, mm. my life was not normal. And how did people react to you coming back? It was weird. Like, I did fit back in with some of my friends and... But there were them odd people, like, this boy would always make it his thing to be like, tell me that I'm not a star anymore. He would be like, right. you're not a star anymore. Like, do not just trying to get underneath my skin. Luckily, I had the gift of the gab. I was still kind of, you know, even though I was closeted, which is wild, because I was so out, like, when I was a kid, like, <laughs> and then I had to go back in. It was so, it was like, oh, putting oh, on this jacket. No. I was like, oh, like, do I really have to? And I was like, oh, really, I just wanted to, like, go and dance with the Pussycat Dolls. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then how old were you when you came out then? It was around about that age. I kind of came out, went back in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I was in London, I was out. Free as a bird. Back in Bury, no. And I think I was probably fully out by the time I was like 14. To like, your family? To family. Were any of them surprised? No. Do you know what I mean? Like family, friends, everyone. I was like, Do you know what? And I was playing this so out gay character, camp as tits on on TV as well. So that kind of like pushed me out of the closet even more. Right. So I was like, you've seen it on the screens. I was like, yeah, it's me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's I just the kind real of, me. That's me. I just owned it. It was called Beautiful People. And I was like, do you know what? This is actually really good for me because it can just like, I can just let it be. And do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, yeah, I never turned that really. <laughs> Here I am, a raging queen 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's easier in London. Like I had loads of friends when I was growing up. Right? I remember at school and we knew mm-hmm. they were gay. Uh-huh. And obviously they did, but never really wanted to come out. And then like once it went, they went to college and then moved to London and everything, then it was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. But I think in small parts, kind of back in the day, I hope not so much now. I hope not. That's what's so 
beautiful about playing this part now doing Jamie mm-hmm. it's like you see them kids being inspired by you know you want to be that boy if you're going to be feel like you're closeted or you know you're gay and like the amount of fan mail I've got like the messages people sending pictures of them actually going to prom in a dress really? all of that like people coming out you know it is actually changing people's lives like the proper fan base behind it it's beautiful have you had any backlash either or not do you know what I have I wouldn't say backlash but from the original Jamie who's actually my friend mm. um it's always hard taking over a role that's so he got an Olivier Award nomination they five Olivier Award nominations for the show you're going into a hit do you mm. know what I mean it's like well and I do talk, talk walk the walk a little bit so I talk like this because I can back it up you need to come mm. through do you know what I mean if I'm giving it a, yeah I slay okay well, let's see. Yeah. Let me sit back. Do you know what I mean? So, like, a lot of pressure. Like, oh, I was like, this is my moment now to get up there and just show Wagwan. Do you know what I mean? And I was shook. Like, for the f- couple of weeks running up to the opening night, like, I couldn't even sleep. I was shook, 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 shook. So, I think once I got up there, I was like, do you know what? I know I've got the goodies. I know I've got what it takes. I've trained for this my whole life. And actually, I always took it back to Billy and I was like, you've done this, sis. You did this when you were a ute. Yeah, when you, know you were I mean? really young. But you're careless then, aren't you? Yeah, that's true. You're I always careless. say that. I'm always like, yeah, I wasn't really aware. Like, I went for, like, loads and loads of auditions, had loads of knockbacks, mm-hmm. and was just like, oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, whereas now I think I would take it a little bit it's harder. Like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my audition story. So when I was at Sylvia's, I had, my first audition was Billy Elliot. My second audition was Beautiful People, the show that I filmed. Third was like thriller or something, and I got that. So you got every part that you went for, this your what, little rap bag. Do you know what I mean? But like, so I thought at that point that auditions were just meetings. For book- <laughs> <laughs> so I rocked How up to dare my- you? <laughs> I didn't know, do you know what I mean? Because I just yeah. booked. So I went to my fourth audition or whatever it was, this TV show. And I was like waiting for the dates. Like, you know, when's it start <laughs> filming? When do I start? Do I need to go to fit some costumes? I went up to my agent and was like, it's been a while. What's yeah. the tea? You know, what's going on? She's like, you didn't get it. I was like, <laughs> I was like what? She's like, you didn't get it. I was like, oh. And obviously now yeah. we've been new. That's just part of the, how it goes. But, oh, God, I'll never forget it. Like, I just had such a good run. Yeah. I just assumed it was just going to keep rolling. So you just, to me, seem like the most confident person in the world. Oh, really? Are you really? Or? Do you know what? I, it's actually, it's taken me such a long time to get here. But actually, yeah. I put it out there now and I just exude it and I just own it. How long do you think you've been like that for? I'd say maybe the last two or three years now, I've definitely been like, okay, I know what I can do now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not deluded. There's some things that I know. Sis, take a seat. That's not your gig. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm not, I know what's good for me and what's not. But like even with my journey on Jamie now, you would not have caught me trying to sing these songs two years ago. Oh, really? Like, are you mad? My voice was dusty. Like, Dusty. I had this scare when I was doing Thriller where I was like part of the original West End cast, but I had to leave because my voice broke. And I literally got on stage and it's, you know, like ABC, like all these yeah. massive high songs. Like my voice was broke. I left Billy Elliot. Why am I going to try and sing Michael Jackson? What right. are you playing at? Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. your voice is breaking, take a seat. But I, even then, I was business girl. Yeah. I was like, listen. They've given me the job. Yeah. Oh, gonna <laughs> I was, I'm going to just, oh, just a little call, just a little call. I'll be fine on opening night. Well, guess what? I wasn't fine. After that, I literally did not sing. Like, at college, nap, just dance, dance, Because dance, you dance. were frightened? Or... Frightened. So scared. 
I didn't want to sing in front of anyone anymore. Like, literally not my confidence to, like, I was on the floor. Was it the audition that went badly? Or? No, the audition was cute because I booked. So I, I went oh. in, gave him a little shimmy, hey. And then your voice broke. Then my voice just started to, you know, at that age when you're, like, 13, yeah, yeah. 14. And I was leaving Billy because I was getting too old. So then it was just, my voice was just getting lower and lower and lower and lower. And I was trying to sing, sing, sing. And it just went. And I was on stage and it was mortifying. I was never not really been able to do my job, like, mm. when when I'm up there and just, you know, thousands of people staring at you and you're like trying to do a thing. Yeah, I just started no. busting choreo. So that took me, that knocked my confidence, like as like a for performer. The first time. For, the, for the first time as a performance kind of thing. And then I guess I just, I, I just had this moment. I was like, well, if you want to be what you envision and what you see, if you want to be the star of the show, you're going to have to get your vocals together. You will be in the chorus the whole time because if you can't level up, mm-hmm. then that's the gig. So... Yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, but I think I'm there. You'll be the judge of that when you come see the show. I know. I'm like, hey, you know. <laughs> in like a whole show where you're the main person. I think you're doing all right. Yeah, well, I'm trying anyway. Do you not still feel that pressure, though? Like, I often, not so much now I'm a, I'm a bit older, but mm-hmm. like starting from such a young age mm-hmm. and people seeing you be successful mm-hmm. and go from one job to another, mm-hmm. do you not feel now that that's kind of what, obviously what you expect of yourself, but what other people expect of you now? I guess so, yeah. The expectations of staying booked and blessed, I like to, like to call it. <laughs> booked and busy, booked and blessed. Like, it's, you know, been so lucky coming out of college and just constant. Next one, I think I did like five. I'm going on tour next year, so that'll be like my sixth tour out of college in between all my little filming bits. It just never stops. And in my head, I don't really picture it, not. But then I did have a thought the other day. I was like, it gets harder. The more, I guess established I'm saying that with like inverted commas and the bigger you get as in like platform wise and Mm. you know playing the roles playing the leading roles now then your jobs get even slimmer you know what I mean because it's like well you're only going to go for these certain roles whereas there's 20 roles if you just want to go and dance and shake a leg Mm -hmm. but there's one role for that lead so now I'm like well it's going to get harder it's going to get slimmer and then once I've done this job I'm a bit shook now Mm. like well what am I going to do yeah, like what's what's next? next? Kind of reach. You've got to keep climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. But in a way, it excites me, but it does make me nervous. Open Mind, the podcast, is sponsored by Very.co.uk. Very is the go-to destination for all things fashion. Get ready to shop the latest must-haves, accessories and beauty so you can land the top shop look from head to toe. Just go to very.co.uk and search Topshop. Do you feel like you end up in like a stereotypical role in the roles that you get or does it not really bother you? Do you know what? The stereotype thing... I remember coming for my nan once. I always call my nan up for chats, and then she was like, but darling, be aware that, you know, you might get to... And I was like, I'm what? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I said, is Zac Efron complaining when he's playing all them types of roles? Is Bradley Cooper complaining? Do you know playing? I never hear or see straight people moaning about playing, playing straight, straight roles. roles yep. So what's good? If I got it, let's go. Mm. Run me my check. If I can do it and I'm the best at it... Why the hell wouldn't I? Do you know what I mean? It's just, to me, it's like I'm having a great career. And the roles are camp and cute and fab. Book me. Mm. I've like I've done other stuff to challenge myself. Like like I played seaweed and that was it was quite hard for me actually. I remember going from playing Angel, who's like 
heels and wigs and lipstick and everything. And then I turn up to her house and I'm like, oh my God, like, I literally have to change the way I walk, the way right. I talk. Like, I have to, I know there's that inside me that I can just think about my estate and the boys that, that I used to hang around with. I can just see what that was like. So it's not a reach for me. And I'm an actor at the end of the day. If the gig mm. comes and I'm right for it, I'm going to go for it. I feel like it's just the same as like, I went to see, is it Kinky Boots? And yeah. there's like the young kid at the beginning that like so has to wear the heels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember saying to my husband, I was like, I wonder how that was for the parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if it was a thing or if it wasn't. Yeah. Like, I imagine some families, they wouldn't care less yeah. and some they would. Right. I reckon like the child probably... I don't fit know. the role anyway I don't know yeah they're probably quite close to you and they're probably little baby queens themselves they probably love it don't I they just think it's so cute it's gorgeous that's what my boyfriend's doing right now he's doing kinky boots oh really yeah. so he's on a ship like probably in the middle of the he said he's four days from New York now so I'm going to uh-huh. see him soon but um, yeah they're doing kinky boots on an actual ship so oh. it's, 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 who knew you do like massive musicals on ships now which is wild I can't get my head around it but I'm going to see it soon so I'm excited do you find that there's like, I don't know, like being with someone who's in the same industry with you mm-hmm. and like having loads of friends within the same industry, do you find that there's egos and there's like competitive nature or, I mean, obviously your mates, mates, maybe mm-hmm. not, but. Do you know what? Like one of my best friends, he's in Jamie with me now, but the past two jobs together, he was my first cover, it's my understudy. And like when you're grown and you love someone and it's just whatever, there's nothing is ever going to get in the way of, like, our friendship. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So even with me taking over from John with the different bits, and you know, it could have been a bit sticky. Mm. And it could have been like, oh, well, oh, but it's just business. You've got to think about that. Like, listen, good luck. You do, you do. Let's go, slay. May the best man win. Do you see it, though, within... Well, I, really. I think I see it with other people, but yeah. not particularly for me, especially even with my partner. Like, I would not even get um, jealous yeah. like even if we were for the same role I'd be like go and get it but I don't think we would I mean he looks way different he was gorgeous by the way he's gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> look at him uh, he's, <laughs> he's cute like, I just thought uh, because oh, I don't really see us going for the same roles Yeah. but then again I am playing a role that was white so who knows have you like found that. that as well with like race or anything like that have you noticed that within the industry well yeah like this is the second time I've played a part that was originally white and then I've been the first, you know, person of colour. Oh, you were the like first black person. person. Yeah. <gasps> to play. Shock horror. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... Did people make a big thing out of it? Some people. Like, some people were shady. Like, I've really? seen some comments on that. You are the worst Jamie I've ever seen. I'm like, calm down, though. There's only been two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I have seen slight comments here and there, but I would say 1%. Do you yeah. know? But when you read that 1%, it does trigger you a little it bit. It sticks you know? with you, yeah. You're like, oh. And it's like... Do you know when sometimes you just feel like, why can't you just like me? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can't be that bad. If you're saying I'm horrible, I'm like, listen, you might not like my voice or you might not like the way I acted, but it's a reach to say I'm horrible. Like, horrible is like trash. Mm-hmm. But people are crazy. Do you know what It's I mean? like you get that one bad comment, though, and that is the one that sticks. You can have a whole page of good ones. And... 100%. Like, Why is that? I don't know why we do it. And I don't even know. Some, they, like posted my um, EPK, like the music, the, the trailer for Jamie. And I don't know why I did it mas- to myself, but I was like, oh, what are the comments? Yeah. Let's let's fill some mm. of them. Like me thinking just, yeah, everyone's going to gag. Oh. And I was like, whoa. And it hit me a little bit, to be fair. I did have a couple of days where I was a bit down about it. I was like, you know, it takes a lot to knock me, I think, because like, I do, like I said, I'm, I'm a confident person now and I just kind of like ride with it. Mm. But I was like, oh my God, people really aren't checking for me. And then it's like, well, am I shit then? 
is what they're saying true? Some people are like, his voice is too pop. Listen, it's a pop composer. Yeah. Like, the guy that wrote the music is a pop star. Yeah. Shut up. That's it's supposed <laughs> to be pop, but that's a, I'll take that as a compliment. But just some of the stuff, I was like, oh, my God, like... And then I had to remind myself that like, you will never be able to please everyone. You'll mm. never be everybody's cup of tea. So as long as you just do your thing and, you know, you're proud of yourself, I think it's about my own self-pride, then listen, shit happens. Like yesterday, matinee... It was the second birthday yesterday, so there was so much pressure on it, just been great. So we had two shows, though, so it's like, let's get this one out of the way. And then it's the big show, but, like, not that I was trying to get it out of the way, but my head was just in the clouds. And do you know when you're just not in it? And I was falling over, I was dropping lines, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm really shit today. Mm. I was like, if I start to feel shit, like... It gets worse. It, get, it just oh, it bubbles. So I just think back to my headspace fabulous self take my breath you know I've been doing my meditation honeys that's actually really helped oh really yeah I think so you've spoken a lot in the past about being bullied at school do you think that plays into <sighs> I think it does as me owning it do you know, especially with the gay jibes was it know? were you bullied at school in Berry? I want to say it wasn't to a point where it was uncontrollable but it was like it was the jibes it was, you're not a star gay boy it's the taunting I would say that kind of stuff now, like, as an adult, like, it's my armour now. This is me. Even as a grown man, like, you know, even walking down my street, I'll get people will taking down their window and be like, oh, gay boy, faggot, da 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 Like, it's crazy to me, yeah. but it still happens. Do you know what I mean? You're like, whoa, like, you have to digest it. And then I'm like, okay, not on my watch. Does that make you feel, like, what does that make you feel if someone <sighs> says that? Mm, it makes me feel sad because yeah. of the world that we live in, because... When I was a How kid, playing knock a door run, and maybe I'll be, you know, went back and was a kid, we'd be ah, da, 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 and screaming at people back in the But you're grown. Do you know what I mean? When you're a grown man in a white man van, that happens a lot. Like, you really gonna go out of your way to make somebody's day shit? Because if I was an insecure person, you don't know what kind of shit I'm going through. I could have gone and cried myself to sleep. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I let it happen, and then I'm like, Phew, okay, that wasn't cute, but do you know what? Clearly, you're looking at something fab because you're the gagging, mm -hmm. but you don't understand. My thing is, I switch it in my head and I go, <laughs> okay, go. I go, you don't understand this. And it makes you feel uncomfortable. Like yesterday, I held on my little brown cow stunning boots. Some people will get it, some people will understand it, and you'll turn that into fear and then you'll be trying to put you down. Trying to put me down. So that's just me knowing that you're not on my level with it at this point with fashion, sis. Do you know uh -huh. what I mean? So don't comment on what you don't know. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like my brother said, and I know it's kind of funny, my brother's not bullying me, but, like, all the lads have, like, a WhatsApp group, and I feature, he told me this, and I can't believe it, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry, I feature on the WhatsApp group so much, like, all these laddie mates, like, screen grabs me, like, in Ibiza in a dress, screen grabbing me, like, you're wearing a heel to an event, or yeah. whatever, and I'm like, oh my God, you, it's kind of a lot. It's just laddie about oh, So oh. Your, your brother's straight then? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, oh, your, your brother looks fit. Or like me in full drag is like, oh, would, would, you, would you smash? You know, stupid <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. And I'm just like, you boys, like it's, for some people, it's wild. Yeah. For a boy to even But for your brother, dress. doesn't bother oh, him. He's, he's just like, the lads are just being stupid. And I'm like, well, the fact that he told me, I did actually think it was quite long. Like, yeah. You, I mean, I'm glad I'm keeping you guys I mean, they're obviously loving it, yeah. I'm glad I'm keeping you guys entertain but what I did say is your girlfriends could never <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriends could never you're hilarious <laughs> I can't go <laughs> 
if you you know if you're having a bad day, mm-hmm. how do you get up and do like? Especially if you've got like a two show mm-hmm. day. Like I've never experienced that, other than when I did the Strictly tour, and mm-hmm. I wasn't singing and acting. All I had to do was dance. Mm-hmm. I only did like four dances. That was the first time I've ever experienced a two show day, and yeah. that is. Hard, hard work because it's hard to not make it feel like a rehearsal. Yeah, and if you're feeling, especially for a part like Jamie, mm-hmm. you have to be. Have, I guess there's energy. sad moments in it, but it is so fabulous and out there. Mm-hmm. To begin you... with, you have to have the energy, and to cope with it, I think I use the fact that I'm playing a character. Mm. If I'm not having a good day myself and I'm not feeling cute, I'll put that in. I'm like, right, lock up late for a couple hours, leave it at the Dow. The stress, the dramas, the business, the work, the whatever. Like, leave it at the door, get on that stage and live a life, mm-hmm. a different life. And then actually it's quite therapeutic. First act, it's fun, fun, camp, camp. Second act, I'm bawling, I'm singing, I'm screaming at my mom, getting screamed at by my dad. Like, I'm going through it. It's like mm-hmm. an emotional roller coaster. And then I come out and I'm like, whew, okay. So then my routine is I have a little nap, pull out of my bed, get my Wagamama's living room, maybe watch a little half an hour Netflix, wake up, shower, grab a coffee, send a few emails. Let's go. <laughs> and then after a show, how do you feel? After the show, I'm like, boom, the energy's up. But I, I try, I can't really party anymore because mm. I've got the responsibility. So I just go straight home, have a chill. I there. feel like that adrenaline like drops slowly. Like at first you're like, ah, buzzing. Yeah. And then like, you're oh. like, whoa, gone. Time for bed, yeah. yeah. But the day, I've gotten to a routine like the ladies that like, I live with, they just built a sauna in my garden. <laughs> in our garden. I live with two 50-year-old lesbians I have done since I was like 14. I love them like my guardian angels. But now, every morning, I go in there and meditate and I literally feel like some butter. I'm like in this sweating in this sauna and I come out and I'm like, today's going to be a good day. <laughs> and oh it sounds goodness. ridiculous. And is that what you like? Is that like your little mantra? Mantra. Like this morning, I wasn't really ready for it. I know I had a busy day. I had a meeting. I had rehearsals. I was mm-hmm. coming here and I didn't get drunk, but like I had a couple of drinks last night and I was feeling, I do get a little bit of FOMO. Mm. Every now and again, when especially when the whole cast out and it's a celebration, I was like, oh, like, I was like so close to booking a hotel so I could have like another hour, you know, with them. Yeah. And I was like, late and you've got shit to do. Like I've said to myself recently, stop with the FOMO and just know that you're going to bed because you've got stuff to do. Mm. Things this are is happening. what you've always wanted. This so, is what I wanted, so yeah. let's ride it. So yeah, I just have to know that. And this morning I was a bit like, oh my God, how am I going to get through the day with some like something? I was feeling just like knackered. And I was like, no. And I literally said it to myself, today's going to be a great day. Like, it's going to be lit. And then, hopped in my Uber, Harry, Megan, literally, I saw them with my own. I was like, oh, my God. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was in my Uber and I was just sending emails or whatever. And I, I ran the window because there's this kerfuffle and just so much screaming and drama. And I was like, what's going on? Dude, what's, what's happening out there? Mm. And I looked to my left and no word of life from me to the door there. Like, what's that like? Four or five meters. Mm. I bad at maths. I went to theatre school. <laughs> <laughs> Megan and Harry. I lo- Do you know when you just can't quite believe your eyes? And I didn't know where I was. And I was. And then I realised I was in Westminster Abbey, just by Parliament or whatever. And they were just walking round their car to get in. Yeah. But like when I tell you, we were so close. Like if my Uber driver was, you know, wanted to, he could have just. Whoop! Like, yeah. they, they weren't even, like, cornered off. I was like, cornered what? off. Do you know what I mean? But, like, it's the royals. Like, they were literally, yeah. he was in his full suit. He was in his little army gear. Yeah. She was looking cute in a little, ooh. I was like, ah. So, like, you seem like, okay, so you were bullied when you were younger. <clears throat> You've had to go through the whole coming out thing, mm. which has been hard for loads of people. You've mm. moved from Barry to London. You've worked from a really young age. Mm. I mean, really, you should be a pretty broken person. Yeah. But you've managed to, like, 
you have found a way to be positive and to be confident. Yeah. If you could give a little bit of advice to someone that may be young and gay or young and wanting to be a performer but feel like, mm-hmm. you know, they're in the middle of nowhere and it's never going to happen. I would say, like, I feel like I am living proof that them kind of things can change. Even as my childhood, shit went down. Like, I'm not going to spill everyone's tea. I do think that because, like, it's not my story to tell, but, like, for my family and stuff, like, you know, we went through stuff and I've seen stuff, you know, mm. and not that a kid should never kind of see. So things were very, very, at some points, hard. And Billy Elliot was my escape and me running away. But I'm very aware that that can't happen for every kid. You can't just run away to the Western stage and, you know, but know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and it's about what you how you put your best foot forward and, you know, what you bring into the universe that I've learned. And, you know, I love a self-help book now. Seriously. Jeez. Yeah. And quite clearly, I think, hopefully, you can tell, like, it's helping. Like, I'm I'm that guy and I never was, you know. And back in the day, I was not I was quite um, grumpy. I'd be quite angry a lot of the time. Like, I've really turned my shit around, I think. And that's just because of, like... And now have I found my place in the world. I know what I want. I know what I can do. Surround myself with the right people as well. I yeah, think I that's think that's a important. really important thing. Make sure you have a good friendship circle, a supportive family if you can. If the family's not checking for you, all right. I know it's hard, but listen, cool. You can choose your family. Go and get mm. your friends. They're like the absolutes. I couldn't do it with my, without my friends and my family. And I would say things will get better. You know, you'll grow up and then you'll realise that these things will become your armour one day and then you'll get out there and you just slay and you do you and you don't take any shit and you own everything and everything's a moment. Yeah. Everything's a moment. Everything is a moment. That's Well, you think. have to go because you are about to what have time? a moment. Oh, I am. I'm you on the stage soon, honey. And you need to go and get on stage. So time. thank you so much for coming. Literally, your energy is like infectious. Oh. I've been so like tired and jet lagged and you've just like reminded me to like feel myself. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you. Ladies. Open Mind, the podcast, is sponsored by very.co.uk.